0: Hello! Welcome back to my channel, Christian Faith and Fiction. My name's Lou. Today I want to share with you some Christian fiction books that I found that are releasing in June 2023. How has it got to this point in the year already? Especially as I'm filming this in advance, it seems very um, quick that we've got to this point. If you're new to this channel, I make videos about Christian fiction, sometimes non-fiction and sometimes my Christian faith. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in watching more videos about, please do go ahead and subscribe. Right, let's have a look at the books that I've managed to find. If you know of any more, please do leave them down in the comments for other people to find out too. And also, as we're going along, let me know of any of the books that you think that you are most likely to read. Right, we're going to start with Mystery and Suspense. Double Indemnity by Robert Whitlow is published by Thomas Nelson and releases on the 6th of June. When a young entrepreneur dies from a gunshot wound on a hunting trip, his marriage counselor and his wife's divorce attorney begin to investigate just who stands to gain from his death. Connor Grantham, a highly intellectual young minister, has settled into a life as the pastor of a church in a small town that allows him to indulge his favorite activities exploring the woods on the mountains of North Georgia and reading theological books. One of his more difficult tasks is providing marital counselling to Matt and Eleanor Thompson, a volatile couple. Liz Acosta is a local attorney who recently moved to the area from South Florida and is hired by Eleanor to explore divorce possibilities, but before she can get too far in the process, Matt is killed while on a hunting excursion at a local deer preserve. With multiple life insurance policies that will pay out millions of dollars in benefits pursuant of, to double indemnity clauses that apply if and only if his death is deemed an accident, Connor and Liz are drawn into the investigation. In historical fiction, Beneath a Peaceful Moon by Debbie Lee is published by Barber Fiction and releases on the 1st of June in ebook, but it may be released in the end of May in paperback. Mary Wishram is desperate to hang on to her few loved ones, a brother fighting in the South Pacific, and Japanese friends in a relocation camp. Determined to end the war by any means necessary, she is willing to use her language skills as Yakama tribe member to become a spy and face any danger to bring them all home safe. John Painted Horse struggles with the loss of his father, who died in World War I, for a country that didn't consider him a United States citizen, much less give him the right to vote. He is desperate to bring long overdue recognition and honour to his people, no matter the cost. Man of Shadow and Mist by Michel Greep is published by Barber Fiction and releases on the 1st of June. Again, this may be released at the end of May in paperback. England, 1890. Vampires are alive and well in North Yorkshire, leastwise in the minds of the uneducated. Librarian Rosa Edwards intends to drive a stake through the heart of such superstitions, but gossip flies when the mysterious Sir James Morgan returns to his shadowy manor. The townsfolk say he is cursed. James hates everything about England, the weather, the rumours, the scorn, yet he must stay. His mother is dying of a disease for which he is desperately trying to find a cure, an illness that will eventually take his own life. When Rosa sets out to prove the dark gossip about James is wrong, she discovers more questions than answers. Fairest of Heart by Karen Whitmire is published by Bethany House and this releases on the 6th of June. Beauty has been nothing but a curse to Penelope Snow. When she becomes a personal maid for a famous actress whose troop is leaving Chicago to tour the West, she hides her figure beneath shapeless dresses and keeps her head down. But she still manages to attract the wrong attention, leaving her prospects in tatters and her jealous mistress plotting her demise. After his brother lost his life over a woman, Texas Ranger Titus Kingsley has learnt to expect the worst from women and is rarely disappointed. So when a young woman found in suspicious circumstances takes up residence with the seven old Rovers living at his, father's, living at his grandfather's ranch, Titus is determined to keep a close eye on her an enchanting western take on the classic Snow White fairy tale. Rocky Mountain Rendezvous by Misty M. Bella is published by Bethany House, and this release is also on the 6th of June. In 1837, Juniper Collins and her sisters are shocked by their father's final request in his will for a special set of beads to be returned to a Pygan Blackfoot woman. He credits with saving his life during his travels west. Together the sisters set out for the Trapper Rendezvous to find the woman, but their mission turns more daunting when they come upon the mass of men and lodges spread out in the Green River Valley. Riley Turner came west to find peace and quiet and live off the land, but when four unprotected women arrive at the rendezvous, he feels compelled to help them and is more fascinated by Juniper than any other woman he's known. The Laws of Attraction by Mary Keneally is published by Bethany House and releases on the 20th of June. If widowed town seamstress Nell Armstrong has to make one more pair of boring chaps for the cowboys in her tiny Wyoming town, she might lose her mind. So meeting Brand Nolt, a widower father struggling to raise three girls, seems like her dreams come true. Brand has no idea how to dress the girls and Nell finally has a chance to both create beautiful dresses and teach the girls to sew. But Nell is much more than a seamstress, and the unique legal and investigative skills and knowledge she picked up alongside her late lawman husband soon become critical when a wounded stagecoach robbery survivor is brought to town. As danger closes in from all sides, Nell and Brand must discover why there seems to be a bullseye on their backs. This is Where It Ends by Cindy K. Sprouls. It's published by Revell and releases on the 27th of June. It is listed as historical fiction and southern fiction on Amazon. When Minerva Jane Jenkins was just 14 years old, she married a man who moved her to the mountains. He carried with him a small box, which he told her was filled with gold. And when he died 50 years later, he made her promise to keep his secret. She is to tell no one about the box or the treasure it contains. Now 94, Minerva is nearing the end of what has sometimes been a lonely life, but she's kept that secret. Even so, rumours of hidden gold have a way of spreading, and Minerva is visited by a reporter, Del Rankin, who wants to know more of her story. His friend who joins him only wants to find the location of the gold. Neither of them knows quite who they're up against when it comes to the old woman on the mountain. In Contemporary Romance, With Every Memory by Janine Roche is published by Ravel and releases on the 6th of June. Is the life she can't remember one she'd rather forget? One year after her family was in a tragic car accident that killed her teenage son, Laurie Mendenhall returns home with a traumatic brain injury that has stolen the last eight years of memories from her. She is shocked to find that the life she was leading before the accident is unrecognisable. Her once loving husband Michael is a distant workaholic she isn't sure she can trust and her once bubbly daughter Avery has spent the last year hidden away in her room. For Avery life stopped when she lost her twin. Now if she wants to graduate high school she'll have to accept help from Xander Dixon, her brother's best friend and the boy who relentlessly teased her for years. And if Laurie wants to reconnect with her husband, she'll have to grapple with information her brain is trying to keep secret. The Happy Life of Isadora Bentley by Courtney Walsh is published by Thomas Nelson and releases on the 13th of June. She's out to prove that there's no such thing as choosing happiness. Isadora Bentley follows the rules. Isadora Bentley likes things just so. Isadora Bentley believes that happiness is something that flat out doesn't exist in her life and never will. As a university researcher, Isadora keeps to herself as much as possible. She avoids the students she's supposed to be friend and mentor. She stays away from her neighbours and lives her own quiet, organised life in her own quiet, organised apartment. And she will never get involved in a romantic relationship again, especially with another academic. It will be just Isadora and her research forever. But on her 30th birthday, Isadora does something completely out of character. The young woman who never does anything on a whim, makes an impulse purchase of a magazine featuring a silly article detailing 31 ways to be happy, which includes everything from smiling at strangers to exercising for endorphins, to giving in to your chocolate cravings. Isadora decides to create her own secret research project, proving the writer of the ridiculous piece wrong. The Best Summer of Our Lives by Rachel Hawke is published by Bethany House and releases on the 27th of June. Summer Wild is a wannabe country music star, but when her latest girl band abandons her in a motel outside Tulsa, she is forced to face the shadows of her past. 20 years ago, the summer of 77 was supposed to be the best summer of her life. She and her best friends, spring, autumn and snow, the four seasons, forever had big plans. But those plans never had a chance. After a teenage prank gone awry, the seasons found themselves on a bus to Tumbleweed, nowhere, Oklahoma, to spend eight weeks as camp counsellors. Arriving with hidden secrets and buried fears, those two months changed their friendships and the course of their lives. Now thirty-something and with no direction for her future, Summer is at a crossroads, Returning to the place where everything changed, she soon learns Tumbleweed is more than a town she left and never wanted to see again. It's the place for healing, for reconciling the past with the present, and for finally listening to Love's voice. Indigo Isle by T.I. Low. It's published by Tyndale, but it, on Amazon it's not listed as Christian fiction. It doesn't come up, so um, I'm not sure about that one, but it releases on the 6th of June. Sonny Bates left South Carolina 15 years ago and never looked back. Now she's a successful Hollywood location scout who travels the world finding perfect places for movie shoots. Home is wherever she lands and between her busy schedule and dealing with her boss's demands, she has little time to think about the past until her latest gig lands her a stone's throw from everything she's left behind. Searching off the coast of Charleston for a secluded site to film a key scene, Sonny Wanders into a private barrier island and encounters its reclusive owner known by locals as the monster of Indigo Isle What she finds is a man much more complex than the myth In fantasy and sci-fi Estuary by Lisa T. Bergren is published by Enclave and releases on the 13th of June This is Ocean's, Time, Oceans of Time book one and I believe it may be connected to her previous series The River of Time Lady Tiliani Forelli is the epitome of the she-wolves who raised her, an adept archer with a mind of her own. It is long past time for her to wed, but she deems each young lord who comes to bid for her hand lacking. With battles upon their border and rumours of war growing louder on every front, Lady Forelli's decision could secure her kingdom's peace or bring about its destruction. Centuries later, history major Luciana Bettarini takes a summer job alongside her twin, Domenico, as a period actor at Castello Varelli in Italy. As incoming college seniors, this might be their last chance to spend meaningful time together, so she's soaking up every minute. But when Dom's theory that their lost Bettarini relatives have travelled through time becomes potentially real, and they might be able to follow, Lucy fears they'll be forever divided. Okay, guys, let me know in the comments which one of those books is your favourite or which one sounds like you might read it in the future. I hope you're having a really great reading week. And until next time, God bless. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Christian Faith and Fiction podcast. If you would like more information, you can click the link in the description. Don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app to make sure you catch the next episode.